0: I'm a little bit buzzy. I'm a little bit buzzy on this podcast, I have to say, because I'm so excited about uh, the reception that the Small Steps Cookbook has received. And I am also just thrilled that it's actually out in the world. So I know that there's people who are listening to this podcast who were who have been listening for a long time? If you actually scroll all the way down, you'll see that this was a, a podcast called Small Steps Living, and I did oh god how many episodes with that? I don't even know um, what we what we got up to, and uh, it was a whole uh, business unto itself the the Whole Foods side of what I did um, before I really started to to figure out that. Um, I felt like I was best placed to help women with mindset-related stuff. But the fact is that for years and years and years, I was creating and sharing recipes online and inside memberships. And, you know, I created them for my program, Small Steps to Whole Foods and the Easy Kitchen Reset. And there's a whole swag of things. I created so much. And we closed that side of the business down at the end of 2020. And because I just really wanted to kind of go all in on the other side of things. To tell you the truth, it also oh, held a lot of memories. Um, Nick was a massive part of that business, it was a particular stage of my life where he was very present. And you know, I just I needed to create some clear space and and really just draw some line in the sand lines in the sand in terms of you know what was then and and what is now. But since that happened, we get inundated with requests from people who are like, um, uh, "Excuse me, Lisa, your um, basic muffin recipe." where is that? Could you just give me a quick copy and paste um, because I can't find it anymore. People are like, oh, your simple stir fry. What's with that? Like, where is it? I feel like I remember the three ingredients, but not the fourth. And we spend a lot of time in customer service helping people out with recipes since the blog was closed and the membership and all of that stuff. So, you know, a cookbook was actually on my list of things to do 4 years. But actually takes a lot of time to put together a cookbook. And I was always like, oh, what would I put in? What wouldn't I put in? How could I make it something that was really helpful to people as well as um you know, just had a stack of delicious recipes. And so over summer um Joe from my team just said, hey, I know you're taking a break. I was just thinking, could I just put together some recipes and pop them in an ebook so that we could share it with people w- when they ask for recipes? I think that there's a large portion of your audience who'd love your recipes to just be in one place. And I said, sure, you know, make sure it's not too big a project. There's heaps of ebooks there that we've created over the years. You know, use what you can find and go for it. Well, that did not happen. Let me just tell you, Joe went through pretty much everything I ever created, every single Facebook post, all the things to find a collection of a hundred recipes. I think it's actually over a hundred recipes to put in a cookbook. Not only that, She collected information that I'd written about farmer's markets and simple dinners plans and some of the most beautiful posts that I've written about my children, my mom, um, Nick's fermenting recipes. She really did this most stunning job of putting together 180 pages of (laughs) – small steps, cookbook material. I can't believe how beautiful this cookbook is. And to be completely honest, if it was left up to me, it probably would never happen. Big chunky projects like that. I'm like, (laughs) I might just go the other way for now. And also there was so much emotional attachment to me, to all of that stuff. I don't know how I would have decided on certain things. And there's going to be recipes in there, even if you're a small stepper, that you will have forgotten or maybe only appeared on Facebook and never made it anywhere else that you've now got access to. And in true small step style, it's just broken up in a really, really simple way. But also um, to reflect the level of connection I had to those recipes and certain times of my life, like the different seasons. So if you're really new around here, um, I mean, okay, even if you aren't, the, the whole reason I started sharing recipes online in the first place was because back in 2011, it was, I had a one-year-old, my, my eldest was one. And I'd been working on this blog and it was actually called Brands for Tomorrow and it was I was working with um, an advertising agency and we were trying to kind of get sustainable brands together to be able to tell their stories because at that time we really felt like a lot of people were trying to buy products that were better um, than the average for the planet. They wanted to support companies who were making efforts to – um improve things environmentally. Anyway, I've been working on that for a few, few years. So I kind of I was getting familiar with the whole blogging thing. Um, but then I had my son and so I was working a little bit less on that. And I started to get really interested in the food that I was feeding him and that we were eating. And it was a time of um I quit sugar when Sarah Wilson was coming out with that. I don't know I think Pete Evans came a little bit after, but I don't know if it was the stage of life I was at, but I feel like it was a there was a big thing going on around food. People were starting to just kind of just go open their eyes a little bit. And I remember once um, my sister was seeing a naturopath and she wasn't sleeping all that well. She would wake up the same time every night. Anyway, this naturopath said to just maybe stop eating. She'd just have a, literally a spoonful of, I think it was low-fat ice cream, vanilla ice cream after dinner. And they said, just stop. Stop um, having that and let's see what happens to your sleep. It's like, okay. Thinking maybe it had something to do with the sugar or whatever. And it wasn't to do with the sugar. It was to do with an ingredient that it was, was in there. And she literally stopped doing that and stopped waking up in the middle of the night. And she and I were living in Sydney at the time and we were like, what is going on? Maybe we should actually be not looking at grams of fat in food. Maybe we should be looking at um, like the ingredients in food. What's going on here? So we started to look at ingredients in food. And so then I was like, "Oh my god, I have a small child. I have to, who is eating solid food. What what should we do? Like what should I feed him?" Started to really get interested in what my options were in terms of healthier choices for for him and for us. And so I actually applied through Sarah Wilson to do a course called, um, at the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, it was, it was to become a health coach. I was like, Oh, I think I want to do that. She gave me a scholarship to do it. So my tuition was paid for, which was amazing. I mean, can you even imagine? It was just like such a gift and I'll always be grateful to Sarah Wilson for that. Uh, I actually wrote to her many times over the years to just say, Hey, I just wanted to let you know um, I've just, I just launched a course called Small Steps to Whole Foods and it did really well and I'm helping people and that's, you know, you giving me that scholarship was the first part of this journey. So I always want, I always have to um, acknowledge that. Uh, but anyway, what I saw was in those communities of people who were learning about food, getting super overwhelmed with food, getting like maniacal sometimes about food was that there was also this expectation that we could go from just zero to hero, that we could learn the things and then suddenly we'd be doing the things differently. And so, as I said, I'd been working in sustainability, in the sustainability space and the communications around that and working for -for not-for-profits who were always always trying to get their head around how to connect with people about things and how to take them on a bit of a journey. And it was always like, you guys, you're coming at this from where you are, like this purest point of view, but most people aren't there. So if you want to connect with them, you're going to have to meet them where they're at first and get them to take a step. Sounding familiar? So I had that framework for changing things in in my head. I was was looking around going, these people are going to crash and burn. And crash and burn, they did. They all went super hardcore and they weren't able to maintain it. And then they were plagued with guilt and self-hatred. It was like another form of diets, even although it was just designed to cut out all the nasty stuff and eat only whole foods. And so I was like, well, we're just going to take this easy. I'm just going to look at one area and we're just going to make some changes and I'll try to upgrade things. And I started doing crazy stuff like joining food co-ops. I joined one in Sydney and I'd take my little containers, started to work out very quickly. It was uncool to bring plastic ones. <laughs> so I was upgrading to glass jars and all that sort of stuff and buying things in bulk. And I also started going to our local farmer's market, just like those shifts, that shift in particular of not thinking I need to get some food. I've got to go to the supermarket, but there's other places that I could source things and the ingredients are just next level delicious and a lot of the times cheaper, uh, it it started to sort of shift my identity about who I was with food, and I was always so grateful. Nick was so you know really into fresh, wholesome food. He'd grown up, um, you know, his dad was Croatian, and they they had um, they. I mean, the zucchinis that they used to grow in their garden, their veggie garden, always had veggie gardens. Was always growing fruit uh, fr- vegetables. His dad. Um, they would do like zucchini schnitzel because they were so massive. <laughs> they just cut a slice of the zucchini, crumb it and fry it. And um, that's that. I, you know, it was really, really impressive. So it was natural for him to want to do those things everywhere we moved, even our first place in Sydney there was a back garden. It was fully concreted. So he went and just got all these bits and pieces together and built a floating, um, like flower bed. Like he, he got soil and started planting things. It was the most, I mean, we ended up now I'm just rambling, but we ended up, he was growing, we grew some chilies, some cherry tomatoes, like all sorts of things, lettuce, and it just looked so bizarre to me, like in the centre of this concrete courtyard was just, it was, it was amazing. Um, he was really just so into it. It was always so good for him to just take his shoes off and he'd go down and stand in that soil. I mean, he was grounding himself before I knew what it was. And we ended up using the the things from our garden to make chutney for our wedding guests and we sterilized the jars and we made the chutney and, ah, oh, anyway, so good. So anyway, um, and that was before we had kids. So it was always kind of important, but it, I was, it was really, really highlighted to me that there were changes that we could make. There were things that we were eating that we just had no idea what they were doing to us. But I deliberately chose not to overwhelm myself and just take it step by step. And so um, in 2012, we moved to Brisbane. I had my second child too by then. She was about four months old and we were in a little service department. I, did, I knew one person in Brisbane um, and I, you know, we had to, we were finding a house, we were doing all that kind of thing. I thought I've got to do something while I'm here. I've got to get out and meet people. So, um, so I started a blog and I I just started putting recipes up of things that I'd made. It was a really ugly blog because I'm not a, a designer and I really had no idea what I was doing, but I just felt like it was something that I really wanted to do. And um and I also wanted a Thermomix. So if you're not sure what they are, it's a kitchen appliance, very expensive one. And but I sort of wanted to be chopping stuff and Making things that you know, I was seeing other people make, um, and I thought that this would really help me. So I actually became a consultant because there was no way that Nick was going to be buying a two thousand dollar kitchen appliance. So I said, Look, I'm going to become a consultant, learn how to do that. And you have to go out and you have to, you know, teach people how to cook with this machine. And I thought, Well, that'll be really good, it'll get me out and about and um and meeting people and i love cooking and you know it just gives me a little project and something to do and uh and it was great it was so so good but do you know why it was so great was because while i was sort of just doing this blog and i started a little facebook page and i was going around to people's kitchens and um and sharing food for them and their friends it was like little parties um I was having a look at what was in other people's fridges and freezers and just thinking, wow, this is really interesting. It's interesting what people are eating. And I think that I – that education – that understanding of really, you know, mums who, their kids were a lot older than mine, they were busy going to, after, you know, extracurricular activities and trying to manage work and all that sort of stuff. I mean, we were all, we're all just trying our best and convenience stuff. was, it's called convenient for a reason. And it gave me a really good insight. It was like the most perfect market research I could be doing. It meant I understood who I was talking to. I was literally in their kitchens seeing what where they were at and what little changes that they could make where they felt like a total rock star. Um, and so after all that time, uh, you know, two years after I'd started the blog and I'd had my third child by then, I had three children, in under four years, I knew that I was going to have to do something with this blog. I was going to have to make some money from it if I wanted to not go back into the workforce in a traditional way. If I could figure out, you know, how to sell something from this blog, how to give people an experience. I thought of all sorts of different ideas. I mean, Nick and I were thinking about, we had a business plan and it was called Betty and Max. Boxes because he always called me Betty and I always called him Max. And these boxes were going to have the ingredients of, like, you know, the things that you need to be able to, make, you know, whip together some bliss balls, um, a banana bread, a basic muffin. And we were just going to make it easy for parents to just order a box, have that delivered, and they just add the eggs and the, you know, milk, whatever. Uh, I mean, I was talking to Australia post and we're going down the whole, whole thing that never eventuated. Um, and I can't even, there was just so many, so many, so many different ideas. I could go and help people with their pantries and look at their stuff. I mean, if you've ever wanted to go into this space and had ideas, I've had them too. And then I actually did a a program called B-School and it was all about how to Um, teach people things online and I was like well maybe I could create a a learning program and just take people through step by step how to eat more whole foods and I have a genius friend um, and her name is Alyssa Nagel and she runs uh, Flourish online which is a a branding and design agency back then I mean she created my website for a couple of hundred bucks you would not get that these days. She is extremely good at what she does and works for some of the top online entrepreneurs around the world. And, but she's a really, she's got such an amazing brain for, for branding and for ideas. And we were just throwing this around and she's like, you know, you could just do like a 21 day whole foods challenge. I was like, yeah, I could thinking I've got no idea what she's doing about or what that would mean. Suddenly, next thing I know, she's just created the sign up form and he's like, okay, maybe you should just put this on your Facebook page, see what people say. I'm like, well, I, I don't know when I'd be doing it. I need to give myself a bit of lead time. And she's like, what, three weeks? Tell them it's happening in three weeks. Three weeks. I think my baby was nine weeks old. I <laughs> third. And, um, and but I was like, okay, yeah, I mean, I've got to make something happen. Let's just experiment, see what happens. 21 day whole food challenge was born I Had about 500 people sign up to that. I was shocked and delighted and I worked so, so hard and then I got a sty and almost burnt out. And then I was like, well, maybe then this is a course. Maybe I could actually lengthen this out and actually make it better and deliver it like a course. And um, we're just trying to talk about, I said, I'm trying to figure out what I'm saying that's different to other people out there. You know, it's just, it's not dogmatic. It really, I do really always try and tell people that, Like the best type of change that you can create is going to be the change that you just do bit by bit. You know, creating habits takes time and, you know, we just we freak out as soon as we ask ourselves to do too much and we go back to doing what we did. I really want this to be something that they can just embed in their lives and it becomes how they do things and, you know, they can enjoy themselves and love themselves in the process. She's like, so you're sort of telling them to take small steps, Yes, yes, I am. So Small Steps to Whole Foods was born. And we had over 500 people sign up to that very first round. And it was in that moment that I thought I could be onto something here. (laughs) And it was the most delightful, rewarding experience I have ever, ever had. And if you were one of those very first small steppers, You changed my life because you said, yeah, I want to learn this and I want to learn from you. And that fundamentally, I mean, I I can't even tell you how life-changing that experience was for me and how pretty much every day since then I've been showing up to continue to teach, inspire, inspire, but in a very honest way, um, and connect with you. And and I did it all through the craziest years of my life. And I have built memberships, four-week programs, one-week programs, eight-week programs, um, coaching programs. I mean, I've done all the things, eBooks, stationery, who remembers the stationery still got some of that actually. And, and I, it's just been like the ride of my life. And, and so to package all that up into a book was never going to be my job. How could I possibly, but Joe took it on. And because of Joe, we have a cookbook. It is a digital version. And um, look, you know, who knows what will happen if we sell enough copies of those that maybe we can put it into print. I don't know. I don't have any plans beyond it aside from getting it out into the world and having it help people. Those recipes, I still use them. Actually, there was quite a few that I was like, wow, I have not thought about that in a really long time. Or, oh my God, that was such a good idea. Why don't I do that anymore? But there's quite a few of them that are still absolute staples in this house. And I would love for you to have easy access to them for yourself. I still get tagged in posts where people are making my cakes, Zucchini slice. I mean, (laughs) the food is simple. It is not complicated. It couldn't be complicated because, you know, there were toddlers. There was a lot of stuff going on. And simple, wholesome, actually yummy food was really important to me. And so we experimented a lot. Nick Slam cofters are in there. They are very good. There's a lot of, there's, there's just there's just a lot um, in there for you to explore. And so you can get it now. And for this, you know, very first week, we're also just offering for the listeners, for the followers, for the people who've been around for a while, a 20% discount as well. You can see the details of that in the show notes. Because I want you to celebrate with me, especially the people who've been around for a while. And I want to thank you for sticking around. You know, for the beautiful warmth that you've shown me over the years, for being there through that stage of my life, you might see yourself as just a passive follow-up, but that means something to me. It really does. And so it turns out that while Small Steps was all closed down, that there was one final piece to wrap that up in a bow, and it's this cookbook. And it's so that whichever family desires it, they can get their hands on over 100 recipes that have been tried and tested on my children many other children, like there's, I mean, I can't, so many families have eaten these recipes. That's not very good English, is it? (laughs) And enjoyed them. And I don't think we need to make life more complicated for ourselves. I think we just actually need to, you know, the way the cookbook starts is with eggs. And there's a really good reason for that. And it was always a saying in small steps if you have an egg, you have a meal, unless you're a vegan or allergic to eggs, OVs. Um, but this is where I, what I always think like, oh, this, we're back home late from karate. All right, you know, eggs on toast, or all right, an omelette, or all right, scrambled eggs. And bacon, all right, like what could I add to their lunch boxes? I'm just going to boil some eggs and just chuck them in there. Honestly, the humble egg, my baked eggs recipe in there, it was always, um, if people come over for brunch or if it's a special morning breakfast, those baked eggs are outrageously good. You'll see that, I mean, I I use a lot of the same sorts of style of ingredients, similar. Sometimes I'm like, is that a recipe or is that just putting food together on a plate? (laughs) Either way, I've spent almost half an hour talking about a cookbook and the journey to it getting made, and it's not even close to being fully told. But I do have to say a big thank you to Jo for her dedication to putting it together so that you guys can all enjoy it and so that I have this also this precious reminder of a particular very 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 poignant beautiful hard time of my life where food was kept simple wholesome real as often as I could and for that reason I you know I do thank the fact that I knew what I knew about food to be able to fuel myself through some really hard times so enjoy the book I would love you to go and grab it enjoy it share with me if you make anything please I would love to see your creations and if you are someone who enjoys it make sure you go and share it with friends because I do think that um, the more of us that have the opportunity to just cook simple, wholesome meals and our kids watch us doing that, it's got to be a good thing, right? There's a lot on in your life. I am absolutely sure of that. And I hope these recipes make your life better. See you next week. I am so excited to announce that the Small Steps Cookbook has arrived. After years of requests to collate the simple, delicious Whole Foods recipes that I created in my time teaching women how to incorporate more real food into their families' lives, it is actually here. 100 recipes for you to choose from that are going to be gobbled up, by yourself and your family and I cannot promise miracles but I can tell you that these recipes have worked for thousands of families and I would love you to try them too. So you can get access to the digital cookbook instantly via the link in the show notes of this podcast. So you can get inspired, you can take a new shopping list to the farmer's market or to wherever you buy your Whole foods. And get started with these simple, healthy recipes. I know you're going to love it. Enjoy. Hey, if you're enjoying the conversation, then it would mean the world to me if you head over to iTunes and give us a rating and review. It really makes a difference. And it's my intention to get as many of us involved in real conversations that really change the game as possible. Thanks so much for your help and I'll see you in the next episode.